until you're able to work on yourself you know in a mental structurey finding happiness and accessing happiness remains a challenge for all of us that is one the other reason is the very nature of happiness you know happiness is highly elusive by nature it is actually a fleeting reality the reason hmm. why i say it is a fleeting reality is because it doesn't remain static you know the finish line of happiness keeps moving with time it grows and evolves as we evolve in our life that is to say that you may think that you will be happy if you attain xyz in your life but by the time you attain xyz in your life your mind is already calibrating the next happiness yes. goal and therefore yes. attaining happiness and sustaining happiness remains a universal pursuit and we all have a seeking in life after all that's what life is full of we are born raised to be good humans all for one single purpose yes the purpose differs from person to person but the result of the purpose is one happiness everyone wants it but has no idea how to sustain it let's hear more from neha who is a happiness coach and she has certain tips on how we can attain happiness and truths attached to it hello and welcome to the women's peria podcast i am very proud to invite neha pantewari today to the podcast because uh, she is someone who's bringing happiness to people and happiness is something which people have been undermining about and uh, it is a factor which is uh, which has been underrated for quite a long time within our lives in our lives and neha is going to tell us that why and how is happiness a key factor in our lives so hello and welcome to the podcast neha thank you so much revithi such a pleasure and honor being here thank you so much yeah. for inviting me thank you very much the honor is all mine and the pleasure is all mine i would say okay uh, so neha uh, when i begin my podcast i begin with asking my guests what are the two affirmations that they say to the mirror every morning please tell me those sure so of late i have uh, very recently started uh, what is called as this high fine ritual looking at myself into the mirror you know every mm-hmm. morning when i look at myself in the mirror in the bathroom and after i'm done with my brushing and all of that i give myself a high five on the mirror and i say to myself looking into my eyes you are perfect and it is going to be a great day today so these are the two things which i say to myself every morning and i give myself a mirror high five high five that's how that i start my day yes <laughs> yes you're perfect of course you are everyone is absolutely none of god's make yes none of god's uh, whatever god made and whoever god made are perfect and it absolutely. takes time to realize I, it absolutely it takes a lot of time to realize it and every day because you know our mind is so cluttered with negativity the only thing that we tend to focus on our selves is that self criticality about ourselves you know and starting every morning accepting yourself the way you are and calling yourself as a perfectly blessed creation of god kind of leads you to have a more peaceful day beautiful, that is what my belief is yes tell us why what's happiness 
Sure. So, yes. <clears throat> so let me let me begin with uh, what happiness really is. You know, so happiness is actually a state of mind, Rivi. It is a self-generated state of mind, which may or may not be influenced by the external realities of our life. Now, as a state of mind, happiness is always present within us, right? But is it as accessible as it is present? Not really. And do mm. you know what is the key reason for that? The key reason for that is our cluttered state of mind. Fifty to eighty percent of the times, our mind is cluttered with negativity. It is cluttered with negative self-talks. It is cluttered with negative memories. it is cluttered with negative feelings it is cluttered with negative belief patterns and negative emotions or unresourceful emotions so to say and therefore accessing the state of mind which we call happiness tends to be a challenge for all of us now until and unless you're able to sort yourself mentally until you're able to work on yourself you know in a mental structurally finding happiness and accessing happiness remains a challenge for all of us that is one the other reason is the very nature of happiness you know happiness is highly elusive by nature it is actually a fleeting reality the reason hmm. why i say it is a fleeting reality is because it doesn't remain static you know the finish line of happiness keeps moving with time it grows and evolves as we evolve in our life that is to say that you may think that you will be happy if you attain xyz in your life but by the time you attain xyz in your life your mind is already calibrating the next happiness yes. goal and therefore yes. attaining happiness and sustaining happiness remains a universal pursuit and a constant chase for most of us yes it does yes it does so in fact that takes me to the next question like we keep chasing for happiness and as you said that once we attain something that we've been uh, seeking for and we set mind uh, saying that if i achieve this i'll be happy but then that thing gives you a temporary happiness but that is not the ultimate Absolutely. happiness that you've been seeking for so when does one attain it and why is it so difficult to so <laughs> <laughs> now there is nothing that is called as the ultimate happiness let me let yes. me give you a moment to blow your mind okay hmm. positive psychology has this thing very firmly stated that nothing in the world or no one in the world can bring hmm. you lasting happiness of while course. nothing in the world can bring you lasting happiness it is our nature to be happy whole and complete you know that is what positive psychology talks about lasting happiness now what we do know about happiness so there are a number of things that we do not know about happiness right we know that it is very difficult to define we also know that it is very very subjective in nature it is highly elusive in nature and it requires a lot of mental work to attain happiness what we do know about happiness is that it is the opposite of unhappiness am i right yes so if yes. you stop doing things that make you unhappy if you stop doing things that irritate you or those that frustrate you 
possibly you will become happy over a long time right hmm. but what is the guarantee that the happiness that you get from stopping to do things that irritate you is going to last you a long time or yes. last you forever no guarantee whatsoever and hmm. on top of that it is not really feasible if we are able to leave things that you know help us become that kind of lead us to frustration because for all you know those may be inescapable important facts of life right so hmm. what do we do what we do rafti is we create constant consistent moments of happiness hmm happiness has three levels to it okay the first level is pleasure based happiness that is something which comes from savoring the moment or using your senses you know eating an ice cream perhaps or perhaps uh, watching a netflix movie or something like that okay using your senses and savoring the moment that is a short term happiness which doesn't last for a long time okay the next level above this where happiness tends to last a little longer is engagement based happiness this is where you use your head and your intelligence this is uh the happiness which you source from uh possibly a hobby engaging yourself in a hobby or a passion okay. project or perhaps a certain uh, you know engagement activity which kind of puts you in a state of flow where you lose the sense of time and space all right the third level of happiness where the spells of happiness tend to last you longer or rather longer than these two happiness which is longest possible is purpose based happiness which is called as a meaningful life if you're hmm. able to figure your passion out if you're able to figure your purpose in life out and if you're able to align your life activities and the relationships in your life in continuation with living your you know you're living your pleasures and attaining your purpose that is when the happiness which you get from that those activities and living that life is what is going to be sustained over time so this is pretty much how you manage the spells of happiness in your life it's something so, which you are passionate about something which gives you ultimate satisfaction gives you ultimate yes. happiness yes hmm. something which gives you ultimate satisfaction which lasts that spells of happiness for a longer time is going hmm. to give you more and more happiness okay now yes. if you look at the self actualization model what does that say it says that your basics need to be addressed first your safety yes. needs your food needs the needs for your shelter all those things have to be satisfied first right and then your self esteem and relationship needs right after these two are satisfied comes your self actualization need right that is when you think you are at the epitome of being at your highest satisfaction level and that is what gives you the ultimate insight into what makes you happy and what you can do more of but then uh, again as you said uh, the three levels of gaining happiness of achieving happiness um as you say uh, what i understood as a commoner is like it evolves happiness evolves yes it and does and has it 
and also as you quoted it has different definitions at different stages of life 100% so as a child a child achieves happiness in smallest of the things in smallest of the achievements that he gets that is ultimate happiness for him so as you grow as you age as you gain wisdom as they say your definition of happiness entirely changes 100% happiness apart from being elusive is also highly subjective in nature okay yes it yes. differs from person to person it differs yes. from moment to moment it differs from culture to culture it differs from geography to geography it differs from situation to situation and yes. it also differs from age to age as you're saying hmm. okay hmm. now hmm. research has it that happiness is so subjective that you know if you are to measure happiness then a happiness that a person feels one month after winning a lottery is exactly the same as the happiness a person feels one month after breaking their hip bone when they are on a path to recovery that is how subjective happiness is and that hmm. is one of the major reasons why there is no set definition for happiness you know researchers and psychologists have come up with n number of definitions but not hmm. one has been found to be all conclusive or universally acceptable so yes. when it comes to defining happiness the mantra is to each his own right so you are at a liberty to pick and choose the definition which resonates the most with you and call it your own you know what i for me what happiness is may be completely different for you you know yes. depending upon the stage and place in life that you are so hmm. what is important is happiness should not come from the outward it must come from the inward of a person and that is another reason why it is so difficult that people don't find happiness because everybody is looking for happiness outside they are looking for happiness in other people's happiness whereas hmm. it actually resides right within you uh, we lose ourselves in the journey of satisfying others <laughs> well said right <laughs> so uh, that is where that is the first step if you ask me that is the first step where you lose happiness the happiness that yes, you deserve indeed. actually so 100%. and also in in our in indian society as you would have seen in the soaps they portray it in such a way like if the family is happy if your everybody around you is happy you must be all obviously you'll be happy <laughs> my god yeah that is so true you know you are assumed kind of to be happy yes. if your family is happy happy yeah, yeah absolutely which may or may not be true you know Yes, of course. That kind of portrayal gives uh, kind of uh, it misleads people. Hundred percent. It's very mm. wrong to kind of just assume that you know if it is a happy place, if it is a happy household, then probably each and every individual is certainly going to be happy right in there. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. True. So it's kind of a suppressed emotion. Uh, just because everybody around you is happy so this a uh, uh, one particular person is has to suppress it tell us about your success journey and tell us what motivated you to talk about ha- happiness and bring it to people it's been a very enriching journey to say the least and it has been very enticing as well because given 
all the learning and unlearning and relearning that happened at almost every stage of my life, you know. Hmm. So I started off as a banker right after my MBA. I started off as a banker. I all worked right. in one of the country's premier bank for quite some time. And then I moved on to consulting. I hmm. worked in one of the major business verticals of a big four for many number of years. And then I took a conscious and long sabbatical. While I was working, I was fairly happy. I did not have too many complaints. Okay. I was working with the best of the best. I was possibly working on best of the best projects. I was flourishing in a lot of ways, except for this one thing, Rifti. A part of me which was suppressed inside me was uh, screaming to be let out. It was screaming to be heard. It wanted to be expressed and it wanted to be understood, you know. And when it got a little too much for me, I took that sabbatical. And fortunately for me, uh, my husband was moving over to command and I had to join him. So I took that sabbatical and I also... Uh, it also gave me the opportunity to fulfill my domestic responsibilities. And hmm. as I moved with him, and as I saw the other part of life, which was me as somebody who's not working professionally, but working in a government setup, it gave me a lot of time to answer some very, very pertinent and very, very important and deep questions about myself. Okay. Hmm. And that is when I worked on my own Ikigai. I worked on my own key strengths. I worked on my value system. I worked on my okay. ecology in terms of what will work for me and what will not, given the hmm. nomadic lifestyle that I have, right? More importantly, Refti, I worked on aligning my mind, body, and spirit to the work that I do. I did okay. not want there to be too much of a difference or a distance between hmm. who I am and what I do. I wanted okay. my work to be my second nature. You know, it should not, it should be an extension of myself. There should be no distinction between who I am and what I do. And that is how I gradually and very, very organically moved into mentoring, moved into coaching, moved into training and found my niche in personal development and positive psychology. And that is pretty much how your success story was also born. So <laughs> this is what my journey looked like, you know. And currently, I'm primarily working in three areas. One is personal development. The second is, of course, uh, positive psychology or happiness coaching, as we call it. Third is emotional intelligence. For me, you know, Oprah Winfrey was one of the ladies whom I followed, whom I admired. And I remember her saying once that you can have all that you want, but not all at once. So yes. I decided yeah. I will have everything that I want in my life maybe I will have it one stage at a time. And that is how I kind of progressed in my life. Yes. Yes. So everything takes time. hundred percent. Everything takes yes. time and everything is achievable, but nothing yes. all at the same time. Hmm. Of course. Of course. That, that, that sounds overwhelming. So imagine yes. once you achieve it. <laughs> so talking about today's world, happiness sure. is become more of a commodity. Can you buy it? <laughs> As people oh, wow. say, that's like, such a. See, I, I, the people say that I took a two-day workshop. I took I took Ajay. a three-day workshop. I took a crash course about happiness. I've heard people say that it's become a more of a commodity. What's your take that's on it? That's a very very relevant question. That's a very very relevant question. You know, um, 
if we are talking about the relationship between money and happiness is that what we are talking about right yes yes so let's look at this more objectively really you know really hmm. what happens when you go to a mall when hmm. you're able to spend money on fine dining with your family and friends right when you're able to buy that pair of shoe or that possibly accessory which you've been wanting for such a long time when you're able to buy those flight tickets to that vacation which you and your family have been wanting to go for years together what happens yes. you feel happy you feel elated you feel mighty excited and there are no two ways about that right you feel absolutely great about all of that right now yes what is what my question to you really is for how long do you think you can sustain this happiness which you've been able to source by spending money in case of a meal the answer is probably till the next meal in case of an accessory the answer is probably 24 to 48 hours max or probably till the moment you're able to use that accessory and experience that accessory right in case of a vacation because it is an experience it will last you all throughout your vacation and by the time the vacation ends your happiness will take a dip from there on right so to answer your question money can buy you comforts and convenience which may or may not lead you to a short term happiness whenever it comes to a long term happiness however external hmm. circumstances like money power fame looks contribute only to 10 to 18% of your long term happiness the kind of internal dialogue that you have within yourself okay hmm. and that probably is the reason why ravti it is often said that happiness is an inside job this is the reason why it is said that correct so this is what the relationship between money and happiness is hmm. again as you said it it's all upon you it's the way you perceive it 110% happiness <laughs> is something you can be in charge of and that is the yes. reason why i say that happiness is actually a decision it is a hmm. decision or a commitment that you make despite yes. the changing reality and therefore hmm. it is a choice that you make of course of course all right okay so neha how does uh, one practice or one does have uh, how does one achieve happiness what what should i do every day okay there there are people saying you should meditate meditation helps what is your uh, what do you suggest happiness habits what are they they are basically you know practicing happiness habits is basically practicing certain rituals certain practices certain actions and behavior which are going to put you in a more resourceful state of mind which will uplift your spirits make you more agile more energetic and more productive in life all right so first i will not speak about a lot of them let me talk to you about at least three of them including meditation first is physical exercise okay if you're able to move your body for 20 minutes every day then over a sustained period of time you will experience a surge of a neurotransmitter which we called as endorphin what is endorphin 
एंडोरफिन इज अ नेचुरल मूड लिफ्टर ओके इट लिफ्ट्स योर मूड अप इंस्टेंटली एंड इट मेक्स यू मोर प्रोडक्टिव इट मेक्स यू मोर एनर्जेटिक एंड इट मेक्स यू मोर एजाइल यू नो benefits of meditation are very well documented be it a psychology journal or be it a medical journal right so this is something let me share the something very very interesting about meditation with you practicing meditation for 20 minutes every day over a sustained period of time alters the structure of your brain it shrinks your amygdala and it optimizes your hippocampus which is to simply say that you become more calm in life you become more and more centered in life you react less and you respond more all right what it does is that it makes that state of mind which we call happiness which we cannot you know access because of negativity and clutter because of your being centered because of your being calmer it makes that state of mind more and more accessible to you so you know when we spoke about negativity and deep clutter we not being able to access happiness because of these meditation is the antidote for that and trust me refti meditation will not show its result until it is 45 to 66 days you will become more and more calmer only after you have practiced meditation over a consistent period of time because rewiring your brain changing your brain chemistry doesn't happen overnight it happens with constant practice it happens with constant reassurance other thing is random act of kindness okay if you are able to do something kind for somebody if you are able to engage in altruism without thinking what will i get from this okay just for the sake of being nice if you're able to operate from a place of philanthropy the happiness that evolves from that or emanates from that tends to stay much longer with you it creates what is called as a ripple effect you not only make that person happy it comes back to you in multiple folds and research has it that when it comes to comparing two sources of happiness fun versus philanthropy philanthropy has an upper hand so far as the spells of happiness are concerned the happiness that you get out of doing something nice for someone or practicing philanthropy stays much longer with you as compared to the happiness that you attain by having fun or by indulging in your you know physical senses like eating an ice cream or watching netflix for that matter so you know these are a few happiness habits which you can incorporate in your life and become more and more happy or grow that happiness co- uh, quotient in your life so it's okay. i actually made it a habit of mine to be uh, to be there for people and be able to do something which i am able to within my capability hmm. and that is when i i been more productive i feel myself to be more content and happy and my relationships also have improved when i practice philanthropy yes so that was a lovely thing that you said the first thing when you talk about happiness uh as you said it begins from within 
and uh, many of us uh, just uh, redefine the actual definition saying that if i'm happy i should give up on this i should give up on that i should have a positive environment around me i need to satisfy myself i need to happy i need to be happy for myself but actually happiness it's it has an entirely different definition so it actually is when you when you are able to make people around you happy you are much happier see that is you know that is that is very very practically speaking when hmm. you are able to make people happy you are happy and when you hmm. are happy you are able to make people around you happy as well right so it works yes. both ways correctly you know, put that is the correctly way it works yes. it works both ways you know when you are happy you will be able to make people happy when hmm. people are happy that will be making you happy just as well right Yes. so that is that is pretty much how it works and also if you are looking for happy and if you are deprived of happiness if you are able to do a small something maybe smile at a stranger maybe give a compliment or maybe give a yes. pat at a person's back or maybe you know teach your maids children or something like that or maybe just help a senior citizen cross a road right or offer a seat to a senior citizen doing those random acts of kindness without really asking for anything in return not even happiness for that matter you know thinking that possibly i'm doing it because it is coming to me it is not because i'm seeking happiness if you're able to practice these even if you're able to practice them thrice in a week and jot them down in a journal it will hmm. shift your happiness levels substantially like you've yes. experienced it for your own self right true very true okay um so neha uh, tell me the generation of today not only the generation of today uh, not only the youngsters of today everybody in today's world they are running behind something we are not sure what right and uh, as you said happiness is it's not long staying for them what message would you convey to them we are running behind something even i'm <laughs> i'm doing that but i'm uh, i'm in the race as well everybody is hmm if if you are to look at people around you you will notice that people have a very typical formula when it comes to chasing happiness okay or chasing success for that matter okay yes actually i would be more inclined to call her happen more focus on happiness right now and hmm. uh, this formula subtly or not so subtly has been handed down to them from generations okay and it has been reinforced through their educational institutions through their parents through their peers through their work environment so on and so forth what is this formula the formula is that when you make progress when you work hard you will make progress and then you will become successful and only then you will become happy in life so therefore happiness comes after success and happiness comes with a precondition okay yeah. the precondition is success all right so success is the precursor to happiness this is what we have been seized to believe from time immemorial now yes 
so for everybody you know for just about everybody possible what we know for sure is that once you will be successful only then you will be happy in life right now here is what neuroscience has to talk about okay hmm. neuroscience says that happiness fuels motivation happiness and optimism fuels motivation success is actually the offset of happiness happiness is the precursor to success and it is not the other way around why is that that is simply because happiness and optimism fuel motivation which in turn fuels progress which in turn fuels productivity and achievement right so happiness is very very tightly put together or strung together with success so much so that we tend to be confused whether we are chasing happiness or whether we are chasing success it also gives you an insight as to why it is important to savor the moment as it is rather than chasing the moments thinking about you know receiving happiness and receiving success after a certain point in your time yes and seeking it from outside yes absolutely yes beautiful neha beautiful yes i i guess yes that's a good uh, uh rendition of uh, how to perceive happiness about and what happiness is all about and also like it's like happiness is are the, it is the wheel of life it yes it, it is the wheel of it life it helps you to run your life yes absolutely gives a proper definition the more happier you are the more happier your environment can become and the more successful hmm. and more achievement oriented you will become of course of course yes that's that's your ultimate motivation so once you're happy you get motivated you work more and everybody's uh, benefited out of it not only you 100% yes so yes and and also as you said each and every person needs to understand the purpose of his life so once you understand the purpose happiness is not far away yes once you understand your purpose you're able to unveil the purpose of your life you're able to kind of uh, you know figure out what your passion is if you're able to understand what is a flow state then achieving happiness is no longer a challenge yes sustaining happiness may be a challenge because there yes. is no such thing as happiness but achieving happiness will not be a challenge for you yes of course of course beautiful beautiful neha it was lovely talking to you your uh, your definition and your the way you look, look at happiness the way you portray it to people it's really really lovely thank you so much shrefti it was indeed a pleasure being here and i'm glad yes. i could be you know i was able to serve and talk to so many people through your particular podcast thank you for inviting yes. me yes pleasure being yes. around with you thank you very much neha and love talking to you it was uh, because uh, happiness has been something that uh, we don't really talk about it right as a topic never i guess uh, in all these years happiness has just been like okay uh, doing what you love just being around your family being with your friends is happiness but it has become an important part of your life nowadays especially during the pandemic if you ask me so oh, yes. people almost oh, forgot yes. about it big time yes hmm 
so again uh, you're helping people to find it so that's a great service that you're doing because whatever you do uh, whatever you do you, you do you do meditation you do yoga whatever you do uh, you do the job that you love you be with friends you be with uh, the people that you love all you seek is happiness during the pandemic as i think about hmm. it um happiness is put at a premium for whatever reason mm. you know happiness yes. is actually put at a premium it is believed that happiness is a luxury it doesn't have to be so it doesn't yes. have to be so because it is easily accessible to one and all it is something which is right there within you you only have to sort yourself and think using different filters and you're all set so that is a message which Uh, i aim to put across to people and which i have been uh, able to do so far uh, so far i have been able to impact almost 20000 lives so it's been a great going for me wow. as well wow that's a great achievement 22000 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes really proud that i ha- had you in my podcast today neha <laughs> thank you so much uh, rithi lovely being here yes around. thank you thank you very much I'm sure all would have got a better clarity that how and why is happiness a key factor in our lives. To listen to more inspirational stories, tune in to the other episodes of Women's Peria podcast. Women's Peria pages can be found in LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. There's a Women's Peria Tamil podcast as well in which you can listen to inspirational stories in Tamil. Apart from that, I have a podcast called Shashu and Amma where I converse with my child about everything under the sun. It's a fun podcast. So until next time, I'll meet you soon. This is Revathi signing off from Women's Peria podcast. Contagiously inspiring. Thank you very much.